Hello, welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. I was planning on talking about the last two love languages, and I will in another episode. But today, I feel it's important to talk about just some some feelings, just have some real talk, so to speak. As a wife and a mother, it is so easy to get stressed. Have you had the days when you feel, just feel like things are falling apart, no matter what you do, it seems to be wrong. No one seems to notice when you're out of sorts, but they're quick to come to you when they're not feeling well or if they need a button sewn on or something ironed. Do they not notice when you're hurting physically and emotionally because you tend to keep those things in because you know so many people are depending on you? You're just tired. You're tired of taking care of everyone and no one takes care of you. And the interesting thing is, sometimes you don't even know what brings this feeling around. Nothing out of the ordinary happened, but you just feel like you need a break. Well, I can tell you that I have been there And I have done that. And I would venture to say that each mother, if has experienced something similar to that, if not, my hat is off to her. Because life as a wife and a mother can get very tiring. We know the rules, we know what we're supposed to do, but when we have so many things coming at us, from so many angles, we can just feel defeated. I would venture to say that when we're feeling like this, it's because we have had expectations from others and we feel that we've been let down. And on top of that, we've neglected to take care of ourselves. Years ago, I was talking to a friend about how I was feeling and She told me, she said, you know, Harriet, when I learned and accepted the fact that I could not expect anything from anybody, including my husband, things got better. Well, needless to say, I was a little shocked over that because I thought, well, you should be able to expect help from your husband or expect your kids to do certain things. And as time went on, I began to realize that she's right. Because more often than not, when we have expectations of people, we've sort of forgotten that they're human and that they can let us down too. But if we don't expect somebody to do something for us, but they do it anyway, 
we're really excited when that happens. So I, I decided that I was going to back back. And that doesn't mean that I was not going to ask people for help because it's important to ask people for help. But why should I expect someone to know automatically that I'm not feeling well? Why should I expect somebody to know that they need to do something for me when I have not verbalized it? So it's very important to keep that in perspective. And for me, it helped out a lot. So don't expect anything from anybody except one person, and that's Jesus. And you know why we can expect things from him? There are a lot of reasons, but the number one reason is that he loves us unconditionally. And he already knows our faults. He already knows what mistakes we're going to make. But he will never, ever let us down. Now, another thing that I have found when I get to the point where I feel like everything is caving in, it's so important to guard my tongue. Because a lot of times when I feel like everything is, is falling in on me, I can say things that I know can never, ever be taken back. James 3, 6 says, the tongue is a small thing that can make grand speeches. And it's like a spark of fire. Just one little spark can set a forest on fire. And it's the same way with the tongue. The tongue can set your life on fire. Now, I was paraphrasing there, but obviously we can see what that means. We can say things that we regret, and we can set some things in motion that we never, ever intended to take place. If you stop to think about it, a lot of times when we get ourselves in situations where we feel like everything is falling apart, it's because we haven't taken time to take care of ourselves. We have to step back sometimes and realize that self-care is important. After all, if you don't take care of yourself, how do you expect to continually take care of someone else if your health falls apart? Now, when you think in terms of self-care, you know, I think a little bit more than Calgon, take me away. Now, I've probably dated myself here because that was a commercial on television eons ago when you'd see this lady that she didn't look like she was tired anyway and she had this box of uh, soap powder or whatever and she was holding it over the bathtub and saying, Calgon, take me away. And then all of a sudden, she was feeling a whole lot better. Well, I'm here to tell you that was just a commercial. You need to do a lot more than just having Calgon take you away. Self-care sometimes might even be saying to the kids and to your husband, I am going into the room. I'm going to do nothing that makes me have to think. And I'm going to just relax. And I guess what I'm getting at is self-care 
doesn't have to be anything really huge. It doesn't have to be something like going on a cruise by yourself or getting away for um, a long weekend, although you should, and those things are really good, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something big. It can be just saying, hey, you take the kids, I am going to go window shopping. You take the kids, I am going to go and be by myself and grab a cup of coffee in this little restaurant with my book. Anything like that that gets you away from all the hectic times that you have to do, things that you have to deal with. Also, I want you to know that there will be times, and I probably don't have to tell you this, but there are going to be some times when you may slip and say some things that you don't shouldn't have said and remember that you can't bring words back you might be really ticked at the time and you say something but what you can do is apologize just go to the person and honestly ask for forgiveness and that can make a big difference too and in the process of apologizing and asking them for forgiveness, forgive yourself. Because sometimes we can beat up as mothers and wives, we can do some things and we can beat up on ourselves. We can find ourselves apologizing to everybody else, forgiving everybody else, but we don't forgive ourselves. So I want you to remember that. Now, here's something, and I always enjoy reading verses because they speak to me, and hopefully they'll speak to you. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. That's Philippians 4, 6 through 8. Now, I wanted to read that to you because when I find myself getting into a situation and I pull back, if I immediately think of things that are excellent and worthy of praise, honorable and right, pure and lovely and admirable, it's amazing how much better I can start to feel. In other words, gratitude if you think in terms of things that you have to, be th- have to be thankful for, that can make a big difference. For instance, your kids might be running around the house knocking things over. Well, you know, 
they're happy and they're able to run. You have a house for them to run in. Think in terms of things that you can be grateful for. In fact, I would encourage you to start, if you don't already, start a gratitude journal. And even if you write three things at night before you go to bed, that will put you in the frame of mind to be thankful. And it's hard to hold, an, in fact, it's impossible to hold a negative thought and a positive thought at the same time in your head. So think positive, and that positive is thinking about being grateful for the things that you have. Now, I am going to close, and once again, I'm going to read something to you. And think about this. It's based on acceptance. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You're mine. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in rough waters and you will not go down, when you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end because I am God, your personal God, the Holy of Israel, your Savior. I paid a huge price for you. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. Isaiah 43, 1 through 4. Just remember, if God is for us, who can be against us? I am so happy that you were able to join me today, and I look forward to our next episode. And until then, remember to parent on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.